everybody. What is up? Welcome to the Unscripted Unlimited Podcast. I am, of course, your host uh, for uh, tonight's episode, uh, Doug Hummer. And joining me tonight uh, is uh, Karen. Karen, how you doing? Good. Good, Doug. How are you? Pretty good. Uh, so tonight's episode, we're doing a character retrospective on uh, Tony Donato from NCIS. But first, I feel like, you know, because we've been doing this every every week since the show started, we're going to talk a little bit of Big Brother. Uh, Karen, you were just bringing it up to me before we got started. Uh, and the blind side this past week, Amira went home. She was the mastermind behind Pooch being evicted, which made a lot of the guys think, all right, no, we got to send this girl home. And uh, it was... Like, everybody was expecting Taylor to go up on the block. Turner, who was the HOH, who, to be honest with you, uh, up until, you know, the point of the anti-bullying speech, which I think really got edited, or, like, heavy edited, uh, up until the point of the bully speech, Turner, to me, just looked like a guy that basically just got pulled out of a pot store. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he did. And, uh, but, you know, he stepped up, he, he made this speech, which uh, apparently he also made a speech. He also told Daniel, like right before the veto meeting, he's like, just so you know, like Taylor's not going up because I'm sick of the way she's being treated. And I don't want to send her home, you know, after everything that's gone down. Cause I, I don't, I'm afraid of what she's going to do to herself. That's or, very true. That poor girl. She was a mess. And you know what? I loved how, um, and even Amir stuck up for Taylor because Nicole and Daniel were so, so mean to her. And it wasn't even warranted because the girl was just trying to extend a, a handout in friendship to help her because she was in there crying over the fact that she was going to have to throw a, a veto competition. Like, really? Like, you're in this for the game. Like, why are you, like, you do what you have to do. And if you're going to be that upset over having to throw a game, then you shouldn't be there playing the game anyway. Right. And it's just, it, it to me, and at first I actually liked Daniel and Nicole. Uh, and it, what's so funny is that, like, the, the fantasy big bro, uh, uh, Eric, Daniel, Sharon, and I are kind of doing, like, this fantasy big brother thing. We each got a team. And uh, Nicole's on my on my fantasy team, so like obviously like I'm supposed to root for her to win, but now even though I'm about forty points in the hole because I've lost two team members, uh, like I wouldn't mind losing another one. Like I I want to see Nicole. I want to see Nicole go home before Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Because she is absolutely going nuts right now, and I don't. I, I, do you keep up on the live feeds? I am not yet. I'm. I'm going to uh, either tonight or tomorrow. I'm going to uh, purchase uh, the Paramount Plus so I can watch the live feeds. Okay. All right. So, uh, I mean, because you know they did the they did the veto competition today. I know who won the veto because I just saw it in the because the, I'm in like three different Big Brother groups. Uh, oh, I don't even know who won head of household. You want me to tell you? Yeah. All right, Monty's head of household. 
Monty. Oh, okay. I like yeah. Monty. He was the first one to be like, yo, dude, they're like, Taylor did nothing wrong. Well, the whole treatment, the whole mistreatment of Taylor, you know, from the beginning, you know, from the beginning of the season started with a, a misunderstanding, uh, actually started with him because he went and told Paloma something that Taylor told him, but he completely screwed up the words. Plus, the girls were like, oh, look at Taylor. She doesn't bother to talk to us. She just hangs out with the guys. Look at her over there chumming up to the guys. And they were all being, like, jealous, ridiculous. So Yeah, exactly. That that petty. It was just pettiness that created this whole situation. Right. So now uh, Monty's the HOH. The original, like, the noms he put up were Indy and Alyssa. Okay. So they went up. Mandy and Alyssa? Indy and Alyssa. Okay, Andy. Okay. Indy's the uh, the Bra- uh, the girl from Brazil. Okay. The uh, uh, the blonde girl. And, yeah. And Alyssa is. Yeah. And Alyssa is the one who uh, has a crush on the her, team. who is trying to get into a showmance with that Kyle. The, the one she's got blonde hair also. Yeah, really pretty, really pretty yeah. girl. Oh, she's dropped uh, behind. She is the second most beautiful woman in that house behind Taylor. Behind Taylor. Oh, see, I okay. I don't think Taylor is that pretty. Uh, I think that Alyssa is prettier, but you know that's just a matter of taste. And well, I'm a I woman. Mean, what do I? Mean? I mean, uh, to be honest with you, I. I, I I like them both. Like, I don't want to see, you know, I, I personally don't want to see Alyssa go, but, uh, so they had the, the veto competition today of, I don't know. Do you want me to spoil it for you or? Oh, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, Kyle and Daniel won the veto. Kyle and Daniel. Okay. So, uh, Daniel is a little nervous, as is Nicole, because Nicole's got a feeling that if her and Taylor go up, because of what happened last week, uh, people are going to start. People are going to start to feel sorry for Taylor and send Nicole home. Yes, and Daniel's worried about that too, as he should. So, I mean, they got a couple. They got a couple of days to sit on it, but. Uh, according to what I read, like both Festy Besties don't have to agree to use the video. Only one has to agree to use it. Gotcha. Okay. So that makes sense. But so that's uh, what's going on right now. And I got to tell you, and I, I really, I, I swear, I'm starting to feel like Eric when it comes to all this Big Brother stuff because I know he listened. I well, at least he lit, he used to listen to a lot of Big Brother podcasts. Yes, he he's like a fanatic big brother. Yeah. And we're becoming I, that way. I always do Yeah. We're becoming that way because we're becoming this is becoming like a big brother household. I'm sure. I've I've been a big brother. He I had stopped watching it for many years and Eric's the one who got me back to watching it. I think back in season uh 11, I think it was with Brittany and um uh, Hayden, Hayden won that year. 
Oh, that was uh, 12. Yeah, 12. I've been watching it ever since then, so. Yeah. And me and, now, we, me and Mark would text each other during the show. Yeah, he, we he, we text yeah he, he texts, uh, he texts Daniel and I uh, a lot during, during the show, and he'll be like, oh, you know, he'll say something like when the blind side happened. He was just like, holy shit. Like, they they actually, you know, went through with it. And, uh, I mean, I personally, I, again, I felt bad for Amira. But when they voted Amira out and I saw Nicole and Alyssa's jaws drop to the floor. I know. Yeah. Alyssa was so upset. Well, yeah, because she lost somebody she was very close to in the house. And what's funny is that Amira, because Amira did an excellent interview, because uh, there's a podcast with the uh, Cody from uh, season 16. He he does it with uh, yeah. Derek, who won that year. It's called the Winner Circle, and uh, Cody did a short exit interview with with Amira uh, yesterday, or. Yeah. Either yesterday or today, but they're gonna. Do, he said they're gonna do like a full interview, uh, with her within like the next couple of days. But they want to get her, you know, time to settle in because you know she's hasn't really be, uh had much time to sleep yet or whatever. Or however they said it, but uh, you know he asked Amira because you know the first thing you know they've been asking any house guest that's been evicted so far, well except for Paloma is. What about the treatment of Taylor? And what do most of them say? Well, Pooch, when Pooch got evicted, Pooch said he's like, I want to be friends with Taylor outside the house. He goes, I mean, I couldn't be friends with Taylor inside the house because everybody was just targeting her and it would have put a target on my back. He goes, but I personally like Taylor and I would like to be uh, friends with her. Yeah. And, And Amira said that she actually had a conversation with Taylor and like she uh she apologized she said nobody should have to go through like especially after what Nicole and Daniel did she's like nobody should have to go through what you just went through yeah you could see that she really felt bad for her yeah you could see and, that for sure and uh, who also is part of this whole uh, the Winter Circle uh, podcast team because she actually follows the live feeds is Tiffany from last year. Oh, okay. And I did not like her at all during the during the season last year, but it's amazing how like the my perception of somebody changes once they're out of the house. Right. Because like I, I, I can believe that. Because I was listening or I was watching because it was a YouTube video. Uh, her she interviewed Brittany from last year. Now Brittany, the girl who she desperately wanted out of the house, like she had been trying to get it done for like several weeks and then finally got her out. And but the two of them were talking; they were the best of friends during this whole interview. Oh wow! Now Tiffany, did she win? No, she she was actually the first member of the cookout that got evicted. Oh, okay. All right, there's yeah. So, she was a bitch though. I didn't like her either. I agree with you. She was awful. Yeah. 
But now it's just like, it, but again, it's funny how people change outside of the house. Yeah. Like, just watching, yeah, just watching her and Brittany just kind of interact with each other. It's like their interactions on this podcast are nothing like the interactions they have with each other in the house. I believe that. Uh, but so it was, uh, so, you know, and I've been kind of getting into those, uh, getting into those podcasts. So Eric, wherever you are, if you're listening to this, damn you. Uh, Where is he? Uh, you scheduled him to work tonight. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, that's, that's on me. Yes. Uh, but anyway, all right. So, but yeah, so the big brother right now is getting, I think it's getting really good. And if they do this, if they do this plan, if they backdoor Nicole, Nicole and Taylor and get Nicole out of the house and Daniel would be partially the reason why, because he would be the one to use the veto. Well, him and Kyle, I just, yeah. I cannot wait to see the explosion. Yes, but, I agree. Uh, all right, so our topic for tonight is we're doing a character retrospective on uh, NCIS very special agent Anthony Dinoza. Uh, now, he was a staple of the NCIS series for, I think, 13 seasons, right, Karen? Yes, I, I think it is 13 seasons. Because okay. I think he was five seasons on Bull. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, so 13 seasons. He was actually my favorite. Well, him and Gibbs were my favorite characters on the show. Uh, but Donozo, you know, he's very, uh, you know, he came off in the early seasons. He's very arrogant, very cocky. He was, thought he was a ladies' man. Uh but he also had his sentimental moments uh, and the relationship he had with a lot of the, with, you know, the other agents, you know, especially Ziva uh, and that whole thing for the, you know, I think like seven seasons that uh, Ziva was on, like their, chem- like their chemistry was just uh was fantastic and it's just like you were wondering will they won't they when are they i loved how they developed the relationship between the two of them yeah i really did um they uh it was a slow and it evolved very slowly but, um, like, one of my favorite seasons is the season that she is, when him, especially him, he goes looking for her after they were all split up and she was in that explosion in Egypt and then she was on that ship and they go to Africa to, to rescue her. Um, yeah. McGee, McGee and him and um, Gibbs, that's one of my favorite seasons I... and how he just is there for her and yeah. doesn't give up. A, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I love that too. Like I love that whole episode when they brought, when they brought her back uh, from, 
you know, the the ship or whatever, or, you know, when they were captured, and Dinozo was getting the no. shit beat out of him almost the entire episode, and then Gibbs, yeah. you know, Gibbs took... Uh, and he's trying to tell that guy, well, you're, you you know, it's okay. I You know, you're not going to get out of here alive, and, you know, he's yeah. telling him all this stuff, he's like, what are you talking about, blah, 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 and Gibbs gets him right between the eyes. That was great. And then they find her, and, like, she can't believe that he did all of that for her. Right. And then I just remember, I remember Abby just telling Ziva, she's like, look, you realize what Tony risked for you? Yeah. Like, like you really need to step up to the plate, you know, because Tony risked his his life to save you. And, like, that whole season, because I think that was season seven, and that whole season was kind of like a turning point. I think because, you know, she started becoming a member. She was a, a Ziva became like a full fledged member of the team. Uh, there was a lot of stuff going on because that's when uh, I, I forgot the, the Colonel Bell, I think, was the character's name. He was played by Robert Patrick. He started uh, kind of coming in during that season because he was actually trying. He was working for somebody that was trying to get to Gibbs and Bell and a lawyer were like doing everything they could to, you know, kind of, you know, screw with Gibbs and the team. Cause that was shortly before like Paloma Renosa uh, came in uh, the daughters, uh, the daughter of uh, Pedro Hernandez, the guy that the drug dealer that uh, killed Gibbs's family and then Gibbs killed him. Yeah, exactly. So, and then, uh, but no, like with, with Tony, and it, he's been a, involved in like a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of different, you know, storylines and all that. And uh, every time, I loved it every time he had to go back to Baltimore uh, to yeah. visit like the old, to visit the, the old uh, precinct. Yes. I love like, those two. Yeah. And I love the way he tortured McGee. And then and his Robert Wagner as his father. It was great. He he Tony evolved. He he was pretty much a very shallow uh womanizer. And then as the years went by you saw the character get a little deeper and deeper and more complicated. And you know, like when he was uh the doctor undercover for um for the uh director who what was the director's name oh for uh, Jenny was, uh, Shepherd when he was with uh John Jenny, Benoit yes 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 and he was with Dr Benoit yes that was that was crazy that was a yeah. good uh except that it was very sad the way Jenny Shepherd died right yeah and they found no, yeah and both Right. And then like when uh like the the episode where uh like it was the beginning of the fifth season and Tony uh Trent Court blew up Tony's car and they thought Tony was in yeah. there. And the whole yeah. team was starting to, it was mourning him and you know, Gibbs is trying to find out from the director Shepherd, it's just like what the hell were you trying to have him do? And right. uh then when Abby found out uh that uh, 
you know, it wasn't Tony's body in that car. And she told Gibbs, he's just like, all right, so you're telling me that's not the Nozo, you know, on Ducky's table? And she goes, no, it's not. And then uh, Tony shows up and uh, it was along the lines of something like, uh, like he showed up and then Trent Court showed up and then Trent Court grabbed uh, Denozo and everybody pulled their gun on Trent Court and they're like, try it and we'll, we'll shoot you. Oh, he was one you love to hate, Trent Cord. Oh, my For God. Sure. I was so happy when they finally put the bullet in him. I know, right? So was I. I'm like, thank God, finally. Yeah. Please, it, it was like, I mean, it was like, you know, eight seasons, eight seasons, uh, eight seasons too late, but, like, they, they yeah. should have got rid of his ass right away. I could never stand him. And Denozo hated him too. And like I remember uh in Denozo's last season when uh Trent Court made a comment about Zeta, Denozo went after him and he looked at Gibbs and said, Are you gonna call your attack dog off me? And he's like, No. No and no it, Yeah, no, uh Gibbs is just like, I ain't gonna do shit. Or like uh I also remember uh when uh, Tony was trying to uh, prove his father's innocence, uh, yes. when they thought that uh, Senior had killed that uh, sailor, and uh, you know Denozo ignored orders from both Gibbs and Vance, and basically you know in, uh, did his own little investigation, and Vance looked at Gibbs and said, "All right, uh, so what are we going to do about our other little problem?" and uh, he gives like what problem he goes agent denozo uh disobeyed orders from both of us he goes what are we going to do and gibbs goes nothing and bant is like yeah i figured i know i know uh and then when uh those episodes when uh ziva's father was in town and they were having that like little convention of uh old timers and the Somebody was trying to kill Ziva's father. Remember that one? And it was, uh, yeah. it was um, Gibbs's old, uh, old boss. Wasn't it his old boss? That was the guilty one. Uh, yeah, I think it was. Uh, yeah. He, yeah, he was the head of the team yeah. at one point. I can't remember his name, but I do remember him. He was the guilty one, and I, I remember Vance taking him out. Yes. Yes. Uh, and I just remember, like, uh, with uh, Donoso too, and, you know, Donoso he didn't just have a good relationship with Diva, like, the brother relationship he had with McGee, like, even though he loved to torture McGee. Oh, they were very close. Yeah. Uh, the they brother, were very close. The brother relationship he had, and then the short time he was, uh, you know, he was there with Bishop, I mean, he also kind of developed a, a relationship with Bishop, too. Well, and I liked his relationship with Kate. Yeah, I thought, and it, it's funny, too. Like, remember that one episode they did where uh, Gibbs was reflecting on a lot of the choices in his life? Yes. Uh, when uh, the kid uh, pulled the gun on him in the diner? Yes. And uh, they showed the scenario to where, like, 
you know, what if they would have saved Kate? And, like, yes. they, they they showed the scenario of, like, if Kate would not have died, then her and Dinozo would have gotten married and had kids. <laughs> Remember when he got sick? Dinozo got sick? Yeah, from the poisoning Kate. or whatever, right? Or the poison, the... yeah. And oh. Kate was... Kate was in there, too, but she didn't get sick. And the two of them oh, yeah, when they, got, uh, when they got anthrax. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I, I remember that. And, uh, like, one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite, like, sentimental scenes with Denozo is when uh, they had the kid from, uh, or the kid that he saved from the fire. You know, uh, in Baltimore, like years earlier, uh, came in and he was with the uh, he was an arson investigator, and uh, you know he didn't ha- and I can't remember the kid's name off the top of my head, but uh, he uh, he um like he had this resentment towards Tony because Tony could have uh, saved him but not his sister. And, God, I can't uh, believe I keep remembering that. It's my old age. Yeah, I, I'm drawing a blank on the on the guy's name or on the character's name, but uh, he um and then like uh, Ziva and McGee asked him, they're like, you know, what's the like what happened? And you know, he went through like the whole story, and he's like, you know, Final Four was in town. I was going for a jog, and I saw this burning building, so I went in there and I saved this kid. And uh, yeah. he, uh, but like, you know, I couldn't save his sister. And uh, Gibbs yes, looked at the, at the newspaper article and Gibbs looked at Denozo and said, hey, you helped. Others didn't. Yeah. Uh, and he looked at Gibbs and says, I know. He goes, good. Now go do your job like I told you to. Yeah. And then, yep. at, and then, like towards the end of the episode, uh, the guy or the arson investigator was getting ready to leave, and he was still mad at Denozo. And uh, Gibbs looks at Denozo and uh, he goes, "Denozo," and he goes, "He still doesn't see it, boss." And he goes, "Help him." So Tony went over and talked to him and kind of made amends with him. And that was like one of my favorite. That was one of my favorite sentimental moments. Uh, of Tony's, uh, I mean, because he had a lot of sentimental moments, but he also had some real funny ones, like yes, the one did. episode where uh, he had to sneak into a closet to talk to to talk to Delilah about like a case or something, and he, he's in the closet. He turns on the light, and he's like right in front of a cardboard cutout of him. <laughs> And it like it scared the hell out of him. And then Gibbs opens up the door, goes, Denozo, what are you doing? He goes, uh, boss, I was, boss, I was just trying to uh, find myself. And he grabbed the cardboard cutout. <laughs> yeah. And he was always smacking him on the up the back of the head. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he, there was a, so many episodes, like just so many of them. Like yeah. when Ziva first came. When Ziva first came and he was like following her yeah. because uh, she was the sister uh, 
she was a half sister to uh, the guy that killed Kate. Yeah, Ari. What was his name? Ari, Ari yes. Because that whole Ari thing was crazy. And then remember um, also when um, the other guy was took them to California, and that's when NCIS Los Angeles started, when What's-His-Name got shot, G got shot like five yeah. times, but, uh, and uh, Ziva was involved with that uh, Israeli guy. Um, he went to DC. Yes, and they were following him around, and Tony and her were fighting because Tony was jealous because she was having a relationship with that guy. And you could see the jealousy there. And but he, it was more that he was afraid for her than he was that he was jealous. Right. He was afraid for her. Yeah. Yeah, because he he, he, really, he really did he really did care about her, and it's yeah. And it's funny too because, uh, like again, their relationship. I mean, there was a lot of uh, like you know will they or won't they? But I remember like when he was, uh, when they were kind of going through that thing where they had, uh, when they were trying to find, I think it was the port to port killer. Uh, and they were working with, with Barrett and her team. And, uh, yes. like, and then, and that's uh, Diva, when her, her, her guys died then too, were killed. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, uh, Ziva was also dating that uh, that Ray Cruz, but like yes. you could also you could also tell that even though Ziva was dating Ray Cruz and Denozo was dating uh, E.J. Barrett, like right, Denozo and uh, Tony and Ziva's loyalties still lied with each other. Yes, they did. They did for sure. Like. Uh, like when uh, when Mike Franks died and everybody just kind of broke down and you saw Tony and Ziva and Gibbs and McGee have like this big group hug because, you know, Mike Franks, he was like, he wasn't necessarily close with them, but uh, he... He was a big part of the story. Yeah, he, he was a big part of the story because he was, he's part of Gibbs' history. Yes, he was. He definitely and, uh, was. But like sometimes too, like I remember an episode where uh, uh, Mike Franks was involved and he was hiding him and uh, Layla and Amira were uh, hiding out at Gibbs's house and Gibbs sent Denozo and uh, Ziva to to babysit or to watch over Layla and Amira so uh, Franks can go to the NCI uh, to NCIS and. Uh, he looks at, uh, like, uh, they go, or Denoso tries to come in, and Frank's uh, looks like he was going to attack him, and he's like, Mike, what are you doing? And he's like, Denoso, why didn't you lock? Or, or why didn't you knock? And he goes, why yeah. would I knock? There's no lock on the door. And he goes, why are you standing here with a gun? He goes, of course I'm standing here with a gun. There's no lock on the door. And then... Uh, <laughs> Denoso looks at him and says, "Nice to see you, Mike. Have a mint." <laughs> and it's just like, oh my god. Denoso was Denoso was freaking hilarious. Uh, and then when, remember, he then did a, he did a guest spot on uh, on uh, on Los Angeles. 
Yes. And uh, yes, he did. Did he do and, one on uh, New Orleans too? Or I, was I, that McGee? No, that was the, I think Bishop because uh, that was a crossover. I think. Yes, they, he did do a crossover with New Orleans. Um, yeah. Because I watch all three. I watched all three. New Orleans is over. Um, I also remember when when they split them up and they had Lee and the other two agents and Zenosa was on a boat up in Alaska or something. Yeah. He was the agent of float or whatever. Yes. He was up there. They had sent him up there. That was crazy, too. But um, he wasn't always as shallow as people thought he was. No, not at all. He was really good. He was really good at what he did. He was a good agent. Yeah. And his colors were so. Yeah, and that's like that's the thing too, is that like, you know, he started off he was the shallow, you know, kinda kinda playboy. And I remember like uh when he uh when he had to work with his former uh fiance. Right. Uh, that that reporter and I remember uh, Ducky just kind of getting into it, uh, you know, talking to him. And he's just like, you know, kind of does a profile on him. And Tony just looks at, at Ducky and says, you know, when Wendy called me the night before the wedding and said she was calling it off, I didn't take it very well. And, like, you could kind of see, like, when, when he opened up to people, which uh, wasn't very uh, wasn't very often – but I mean, he's opened up to just about every one of the agents. Yeah. And Gibbs, yeah. Gibbs was always very protective of of him too. Like when uh, the episode where uh, it was the start of season nine, and he was in the hospital because he was involved in the shooting, but he couldn't remember anything. And it was actually uh, Kate's sister because she was the the psychiatrist yeah. uh, that the team used for a while. Yeah. Uh, which I don't even know. Does she still pop up or no? She hasn't been on for a while. She hasn't but, been on for a while. Yeah. So like when she, uh, she was at the hospital with him, she's trying to, you know, figure out cause she's trying to help him remember exactly like what happened. And then cause Gibbs, you know, for a while, like if they needed, you know, uh, psychiatric evaluations to get, you know, to get the the team back, you know, back on the field, he would usually call her. Yeah. Now, now they have, uh, he had a different uh, therapist. Um, She was the, I can't remember her name in real life, but she was the, she played uh, Julia Roberts' friend on Pretty Woman. Well, I, I, I know they have a, I know they have a different psychiatrist now. I think the actress's name is Laura Sangiacoma. Okay. Uh, okay. You're talking about Doctor. You're talking about Doctor Grace, right? I, yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, I saw. But Gibbs is awesome. Yeah. And it's yeah. weird without him on the show. I I, I know. Uh, do you think he'll come back for the 20th season or or is he uh like completely done? I think he's completely done. He had his wife on the show the last few episodes. 
that he was on. She played a character, Pam Dauber. Yeah, I, so. I yeah, I remember seeing that again. Like, I haven't really watched like a full like uh, new a newer episode of NCIS in a while. But uh, right, like I like I said, I had been kind of keeping up with like clips on YouTube, so I know like the storyline. Now I kind of want to get back into it because I I like uh, the actor that plays uh, Parker. Yes. And Parker uh, is getting involved with the the new agent that has taken Bishop's place. So that's oh, uh, Parker. Parker is well, in pa- Parker. Team Parker's team. ahead of the team. Palmer's the one getting involved with. Uh, Palmer's the one dating. Palmer, uh, Palmer, yes. Yeah. Oh, you like Parker? You like Parker? Yeah, I Parker, do. He's a good guy. Yeah. I do because I think uh, well because I've always found uh, the actor that plays him Gary Cole to be kind of funny. Yeah, I like Gary Cole. Um, Palmer, I like where Palmer's character is going to. Yeah, that's so, uh, yeah. It, that, that's funny too, and I love the fact that like uh, th- they brought Ducky back for a few episodes this past season. Yes, they bring Ducky back here and there. He. He does. Um, he does uh, special special uh, appearances. Yeah. So like, it, it, it's just funny, like, because you could tell how old the actor is getting. Yes. So like. He's, he's yeah, he's up there for sure. Yeah, but no, I mean, he's like, to me, like, he's actually the only one uh, left of, like, the original. Well, I mean, because McGee didn't really start, you know, he started kind of, you know, coming in in season one. He was a recurring character, but, you know, he started being a main character in season two. Yes. And then, but, uh, yeah, no, and then uh, I'm trying to think of other Tony moments that I that I really like. Uh Oh, the, the one episode where uh, him and Ziva had to go undercover as uh, as a uh, uh, an assassin couple. Yes. And uh, like they got caught, or, or they didn't get caught. Like they were the uh, assassins, and uh, like they were they were getting beat up. And uh, Tony, uh, Tony, like Tony's nose was broken or whatever. Uh, like, yeah. like he he took an ass kicking. But uh, okay. But yeah. So then, um, but like, what is like, what is your all time favorite like Denozo moment? Um. My favorite moment, I think, has to be um, in the episode where he finally, when he saves, um, when he saves, uh, shit, (laughs) my mind went blank, when he saves, uh, what's her name? Ziva? Ziva. Oh, my God. I can't believe I just went like I just kept thinking of Kate. Uh, Ziva. And I kept thinking of her, Cody De Palma, her real name. Um, yeah. 
Yes, when he saved Ziva in Africa after got the uh, Samoan and uh, they, he, she sees him and they see each other and you can just tell that look in their eyes. You know what I mean? And he's so relieved yeah. to see her alive. That was just, that was my favorite moment. Yeah, I for think, sure. I, I think my favorite moment uh, for him was uh, like when he avenged what happened to his former partner in Baltimore. Okay. Uh, okay. And like, yeah, when him and uh, him and Gibbs had to go and arrest like his, his former boss. Yes. And, uh, yes. Like they were bringing him in and, uh, I remember McGee looked at uh, Ziva and said, can you imagine having to arrest Gibbs? And she looks at McGee and she goes, I would rather arrest my father, which I may have to do one of these days. Yes, yes. Also, I think another favorite moment was when he said he has a daughter from Ziva, that they created a daughter together and he needs her. Yeah, and like, what about like when uh, when she uh, when she called or like when she like realized who he was, like when the daughter realized who he was, because she looked at that picture of the two of them together, and uh, of her and uh, of of Ziva and Tony together, and she goes Ima and I think Abba or something like that, and. he looks at uh, he looks at the little girl. Looks at Tali and says, "What did you say?" He goes, "Abba," and uh, he he repeats it. And Senior looks at him and says, "Daddy." And then, like yes. you could tell, it's like right then that he knew that you know, you know, she really that is my daughter. Daddy. She knows who I am. Yes. And yeah. Senior Senior was great too. Okay. The the uh, like the interact the interactions that senior that Tony had with his father were I thought were always really good too. Oh my God, his dad drove him crazy. I loved it. I loved it. I loved the interactions. His yeah. dad and, was such a con artist. Yeah, and then like uh, when Gibbs would get involved, like I remember when. Uh, mm-hmm. When uh, Senior was going to get married and he was trying to figure out a way to tell Tony. And uh, Tony's just like, I have to, you know, I have to avoid him. And Gibbs is like, no, go talk to your father. He goes, I'd rather not. He goes, I don't care. Go talk to your father. Yes. And was Tony still on when they did the thing with Palmer's father-in-law? And Palmer's father-in-law and Tony's dad, they were all mixed up. Wasn't that... I I don't I don't remember. I mean, I've only seen pa- Palmer's father-in-law once. Yes. And that was on the uh, the Christmas episode of Yeah. when uh or it was his future father-in-law at the time and that was the Christmas episode where they had to go get the pregnant marine. Yes, but there was another episode where his dad got his father-in-law got messed up with some shenanigans like some it was crazy and uh tony's dad was involved was also connected with the person that died and palmer's father-in-law was connected and they had to they had to figure it all out and and fix it so and 
find the answers and find the killer so that they could clear his father's uh, his father-in-law's name. I remember that episode vaguely. There were so many episodes, like there's 20 seasons now, isn't there? Yeah, well, they're they're heading into tw- they're heading into 19. twenty. Yeah, like we're in season nineteen. Why yeah. is it so hard to keep up? Like, like you forget about episodes until you turn on the reruns and you go, "Oh, I remember this episode." Yeah, we you know, were in like, uh, when uh, when I was in Virginia Fourth uh, of July weekend. Um, we were at the we were at the hotel. Uh, it was like at night or it was the night before we actually left Virginia and uh, we were at the hotel and I happened to tur- uh, turn on the TV and uh, I forgot what channel it was on, but NCIS was on. And yeah. uh, I was just like, okay, well, I'm going to watch this. And uh, they had it on for, it was like, a, it was like a Saturday marathon or something like that. And it was one of the episodes was uh, they were working with the uh, with the Coast Guard, uh, the Coast Guard lady, Agent Boren. And uh, yeah. Denozo was trying desperately to to find uh, Gibbs, a uh, the perfect woman. Uh-huh. Okay. And, uh, and they, they found her and Gibbs is like, yeah, I've already gone out on a date with her. Like, yes, yes, yes. Like we're like I've already done that. <laughs> Been there, done that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, he's uh, Tony is just one of those. I was sad to see him leave the show, obviously, because I kind of you know stopped stopped watching it after. Yes. yes. But he. Do was, you know what else was funny, Doug? Is what's that? How he got the deal on his apartment. Because somebody uh, had died in this. Oh yeah. Yes, yes. It was from a case that they had yeah. done, and then he told it was turned around and sold it to uh, McGee. <laughs> when he was leaving, McGee got the apartment. It was yeah. Yeah, I, I remember that. I also remember like when. Uh, at the start of season 11, when he was actually getting ready to go uh, to Tel Aviv with, with Ziva and uh, a sniper tried to take him out. Yes. And uh, then like uh, Fornell picked up McGee off the side of the street and said, come on, you're coming with me. And, Um, they go into Denozo, like they meet uh, Denozo and Vance in uh, Denozo's apartment, and uh, Fornell looks at Denozo and goes, Man, "Who decorated? Who decorated this place, Martha Stewart?" And Denozo uh, was very a different yeah. side of Denozo. Yeah, and uh, Denozo goes, "Well, the towels are Martha. Everything else, you know." And then Mickey goes, "What the hell happened here?" And he goes, Tim, I'm redecorating. I decided to go 19th or 20th century mob hit. Okay. Yeah. It, it was sure. it was funny. Like that that whole episode arc where they were transitioning. Of uh, yeah, where they were transitioning, you know, uh, from Ziva 
And, you know, when uh, Tom Hanks' son had those, uh, uh, was on for those couple episodes because he played that uh, that attorney, uh, yes. Parsons. Yes. I remember and, that, yes. Trying to find and, something to put him on, yes. Yeah, and then, and like. And I did not realize that. Did not realize at the time that that was Tom Hanks' son until he played in the other show with uh, James Berlin. Oh, uh, Life in Pieces. Yes, Life in Pieces. And I was like, okay, I know that guy. And then I wrote, then I heard, read about it and saw that he was Tom Hanks' son. Yeah, but yeah, so like Denozo just like. And again, like, as the, again, you know, we keep, we keep saying as the seasons went on, like, he started getting, like, more sentimental, and he wasn't as uh, as obnoxious as, you know, he was right. in the early. I mean, he could still, I mean, he was still funnier than hell. Yeah. Like, when they were searching for that Sergei Mishnev, or whatever the hell his name was, the, yeah. the Russian that was after Gibbs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were saying something like uh, Tony said something. He's like, "Yeah, it's kind of like the, it's kind of the equivalent of a of a bullfighting on a trampoline." And it's just like, you know, they were trying to be so serious, but yet Tony, even when they were serious, would still kind of put those one liners in there. Yes, and like you couldn't you couldn't help but laugh. Exactly. Exactly. But uh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, you got anything else on uh, on Mr. Denozo? Uh No, that's that's about it. That actually was fun reminiscing. Um, yes. the, his, new show, his new show, Bull, has been canceled. So now there's speculation. I've seen it on uh, online that uh, will he come back to uh, NCIS, which would be interesting, even if it's for an episode or two, and maybe because supposedly. He, after they had Ziva, because Ziva did come back, and it may be uh, they will, uh, supposedly she went to Paris to be with Dinozo and, and Tully, and who knows, maybe they would have a uh, thing where Dinozo and uh, Ziva and Tully come and visit Tim and Ducky and uh, Palmer. That would yeah. be cool. I mean, I, I would love to see it. Uh, I, I mean, I would love yeah. to see him come back. I, I don't think it would be for, like, a full, like, I, I don't think he would come back full time, but I do think he would come back for a couple of episodes. I do, too, like Ziva did, yes. Yeah. That would be uh, very cool. Yeah, and then, like, but, sure. like, if he comes back, Gibbs would have to come back for, like, a couple episodes, too. I would think so, yes. That would, it wouldn't be complete without Gibbs there, too. Yeah. For sure. So, Doug, thank you uh, for uh, having me on. This was well, fun. I, I, appre- I appreciate you coming on because, you know, everybody everybody else, uh, I, if you wouldn't have come on, I would have been by myself tonight because uh, uh, Daniel is right now, he's doing uh, research for a uh, for an episode of his other podcast. Uh, by the way, uh, make sure you check out the Stabcast tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Daniel and Mindy, they're going to be uh, rev- they're going to be reviewing the new video game, The Quarry, which they're actually playing okay. right now. Uh, which is one you. of the reasons, which is the reason why Daniel's not, you know, on the show with me. 
Uh, and then I scheduled Eric to work. I'm sorry. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's that's fine. I mean, Eric, you know, if Eric weren't uh, if Eric weren't busy at work, he'd probably be bothering me about something. Although I am actually going to get him. Uh, I'm picking him up from work tonight because he's coming over to watch the fight. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. You guys have a good time. That's the wrestling. No, it's uh, well, wrestling is tonight, but we're actually not watching that. We're watching uh, UFCs on tonight. Oh, okay. Well, you guys have fun with that. Yeah, we will. So, That'll be fun. But, yeah, so All make right, sure you see. Well, uh, Karen, again, thank you very much for coming on. I appreciate it. Yes, and I and I need to check out your other podcast. Did you announce the winners of the uh, theme songs yet? That is on your actually, other podcast? you know, it's actually funny. I'm glad you brought that up because that's actually next week's episode of this show. Oh, okay. So that'll okay, be next. I'll try to remember. I have to get Eric to remind me so I can I listen to it. Yeah, for sure. That'll be next uh, next Saturday. Uh, obviously, you know our regular uh, uh, scheduled time for our Saturday show, seven p.m. Eastern time. So check that out next week on Unscripted Unlimited. We will be doing the top ten best cartoon theme songs of all time countdown. We had. Uh, uh, a lot of ballots uh, were turned in, and uh, the results are, uh, I, I think, very, I think, very interesting. We actually had a couple of ties that were actually broken in tiebreaker polls. So, uh, okay, one of which, cool. one, uh, one tie actually had to be broken because there was a tie for la- for uh, the number ten spot, right, and then. Uh, which I'm not going to announce. I mean, everybody's going to listen to the show next week. No, no, but, we got to listen next week. But uh, no, I yeah, know. So, I, yes, I I was doing ballots, and Eric gave me a bunch of ballots, and I passed around a bunch of ballots. Well, and, and I, I told him to. Enjoy I said, doing it. I I I told him. I said pass out a bunch of ballots because. Uh, I go well. Actually, I said to him right away. I said make sure you give Karen a bunch of ballots so she can pass them out at home. Yes, that's what I did. Yeah, that's what so, I did. Yeah, oh yeah, I got so, a bunch of people this time. Yeah, so make sure you check that out next week. Uh, Unscripted Unlimited, seven p.m. Eastern time. The top ten best cartoon theme songs of all time. That's going to be next week. It'll be Daniel, Eric, and I, and then whoever else uh, wants to come on. You know, just let me know, and we'll get you on. Uh, okay. And then. Uh, also, make sure you check out Boxman and Smart, the wrestling outlet, Wednesdays, Mixer.com slash wrestling outlet, around 10.15, 10.20ish Eastern time. Check them out tonight, 9.30 p.m. Eastern time for Hollywood Hangout, Mixer.com slash Hollywood Hangout. You'll uh, ch- or check us out Fridays, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time for the Unscripted Wrestling Podcast, blogtalkradio.com slash everything unscripted. Uh, this upcoming Friday night, we're going to be doing our, uh, our, uh, war drums where we take a look back at the Monday night wars and we're going all the way back to August 4th, 1997 to check out that episode of raw and that episode of nitro. So we're going to be banging the war drums once again, like I said, next Saturday for unscripted unlimited top 10 best cartoon theme songs of all time tomorrow, 3 PM Eastern time. Check out Daniel and Mindy for the Stabcast. Uh, they're going to be reviewing the video game The Quarry, which they are actually playing right now because uh, 
they need to get a feel for the game. And it's actually a very interesting game to play. I've seen Daniel, I've seen Daniel play it. Uh, it looks, I mean, first of all, it's way too scary for me because I hate horror movies, but uh, like it is a very fun game. And so check them out. Uh, also check out uh, Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern time for the web cave. Daniel and Bobby, they're going to be doing another uh, character uh, face-off, a character debate. Uh, Bobby will be representing Iron Man, Tony Stark. Uh, Daniel will be representing uh, Black Panther. And uh, Sharon, uh, Bobby's girlfriend, Danielle, and I will be the judges. So it's going to be uh, another character debate like it was last week. And also check out our buddy Sean on Elite or Sean Elite Diplodoc on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, so, and then again, Karen, I appreciate the help. Uh, You're welcome. It was fun. It was. It was a pleasure to have you on, and uh, we'll talk to we'll talk to everybody soon. So, Doug, have a good night. All right, you too, Karen. Thank you very much. You're welcome. My pleasure. All right. All right. Bye. Later, everybody. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.